welcome to the Fitness Business University podcast. This is Tom Langton. Uh, I'm joined today by my man Brandon Kelly. So Vince is not on the podcast, but I do have a very special uh, Brandon Kelly. Brandon, what's up, my man? What's up, guys? Or Tom, how you doing? Huh? You can talk to the audience. So, so Brandon, uh, we know we've known Brandon for about six. We're trying to figure out how long, but it's been about six years. He came to one of the first ever mentorships at the old Gabriel Fitness, and and you know became a great friend and and part of our part of the mastermind group and has we've you know we've kind of grown our businesses together you know and, and we've seen him do some amazing stuff he's the owner and founder of undisputed strength company in joliet illinois which is on the south side of chicago is that right Brent? that's right man it's the dirty south of uh, chicago man all right so so before we before we dive into the business stuff let's just tell tell your story a little bit how did, how did you start that how did you you know end up you know just just like a brief cliff notes version of kind of how you started the company you know your background a little bit Take yeah, I don't even, I, I, it's crazy. I don't even know, man. I was just, uh, I was always, I was like a, uh, I was a collegiate athlete. And what'd you, what'd you play? So I did uh, wrestling and I, and uh, I played rugby as well. My last couple of years, um, I didn't really know much about the sport, but um, I did get in there and hit some people a couple of times. So that was cool. Nice. But uh, I always just wanted, and then I, I ended up, um, I ended up in like the mixed martial art world, just learning boxing. I, I took my, uh, the wrestling, I was out in California for a little bit and, uh, trying to do cliff notes version, but I always just wanted to, uh, do something. I ended up working at a gym and, uh, building like a, a sales team, uh, for this like MMA club. And it got really big and they ended up uh, franchising it out within the San Diego area and uh got pregnant all that not me but my wife got pregnant at the time and uh we ended up back in chicago and uh i was uh i was on my motorcycle and i had some girl in the back of it and we were like cruising up and down you know different streets i was looking for places and i turned back around i saw this like empty em empty uh strip mall like it looked like it was deserted it was nice though you know like it was on a nice side of town but there was a recession going on and shit so uh I don't know. I just parked the bike and I started shadow boxing for like, uh, 10, 15 minutes. I just knew this was the spot. And then we just launched, you know, we just kind of went after it. And I just did like athletes at first. Um, but really, you know, cause I was still fighting at the time and, uh, I knew I had to kind of just progress. And with the, uh, the, 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 uh, adult world, so I started an adult fitness class and next thing you know, I started blowing out walls and um, yeah, I just had a lot of fun. And for some reason it just kind of took off and uh, I've been very fortunate ever since then. Yeah. So how, how big, how big is the gym now? How many members do you have? Uh, we we're we kind of go through around 350. We've been, uh, we, you know, that's with our athletes and, uh, but we we're circulating around 350 members. So we have a really cool community. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. And if you guys, you guys listen, can't see him, but where, where are you sitting? Where are you sitting right now? You're sitting not in your gym. Yeah, I'm sitting in the back room and I have a, a coffee shop. I just opened. I just opened a coffee shop and a supplement. I do that like a hybrid thing. It's crazy because I know you're supposed to like only like funk, you know, be the best at one thing or, you know, so, but I did uh, supplements and uh, coffee and tea and uh, gourmet smoothies. So it's pretty solid. Fourth week in. We'll, we'll get we'll get into the coffee shop later, but let's 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 start with with undisputed and kind of I know one thing you talked a lot about is like the culture, and mm -hmm. that's and that's a big part of you know anybody all these entrepreneurs that are listening and people want to start in the gym, 
you know, everyone talks about their culture, but I think you have a, a very special thing. You say you have 350 members, but I mean, you have a very unique and a very special culture at Undisputed. So can you dive into kind of, kind of how you bred that and, and how do you, how you keep maintain a culture, even though you've grown as much as you have? Can you, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. I, I mean, and it's tough because I don't want to, it's not just me. It's a lot, you know, my coaches and the people that I have, I, I truly believe like, um, like-minded people hang out with like-minded people. And, you know, so uh, I just open the doors. That's what I always tell people. I, all I do is open the doors and kind of facilitate it. And then, and then uh, just, I think by me growing and have the courage to grow and knock down walls and to take different um, steps towards growth, that provides a lot of optimism for other people, especially in the fitness world. Truthfully, I, I, I feel like I'm a, I'm a, um, I lead from the front. I got a lot of people that rest on my shoulders and I know that. So even like with this coffee shop or, or we'll just stick with undisputed, uh, you know, you had to keep growing, you got to take risks and uh, people see that and people respect that. And then you, you become a, uh, you know, you become somebody that they look up to and they want to follow in the same suit. And that same thing, you know, with, uh, and I'm not even doing like shameless plugs, but with like Gabriel fitness is it's, it's very easy for me to, see how the way like marketing goes and um how you guys are keep on progressing and it's because you guys are animals and i want to be like that so i i do the same thing and then my members follow suit and a lot of my members it's crazy since i started eight years ago now they've all become like not all of them but a lot of them become entrepreneurs themselves you know so they like they jump ships they see you know through my emails or through uh through i guess the um the philosophy. I'm going to say it's more of a philosophy of just being on, you know, making sure that we grow as a unit and together we, uh, we, we not only survive, but we thrive. And, uh, I think that has a lot to do with it. You know, I think leaders are, uh, they're not definitely born. You got to keep learning how to lead in, in the right direction, but, um, they just have faith in me for some reason. They have faith in me and, um, together we're just we're we're just kind of trying to take over this community that's what we want to do is we want to win over the community first and foremost how how have you have you found it hard and one thing we talk to a lot of people about is like the struggle from when you go from having 20 members to 50 members and being very intimate and then you get up to the point where you have a couple hundred people have you gone through growing pains or, or felt like the culture shift or how have you maintain that as growth i think that's a big fear out there yeah, it's tough, but uh, there's that story about that, you know, that, that person hanging off that ledge, right? That person's hanging. I haven't told the story in a lot, right? Wow, I'll fuck it up. But uh, he's hanging on that ledge and, you know, he's like 100 feet up, 100 feet down, have, you know, hanging on like the end of a branch or some shit. And he like looks up and he's like, can anybody help me? And they, you know, somebody finally answers like, uh, just let go. And he's like, can anyone else help me? You know, and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't say that story a lot because it's probably not, that's not how it goes, but it's more or less, man, just let go. Like you gotta, you gotta be able to let go of that rope. You gotta be able to let go and uh, allow your team. If you instill, if your team has the same philosophy as you do, and it's about your company, like it's about like, sometimes I got to put people in check and say, well, is it best for you or is it best for undisputed? You know, because if it's best for undisputed, it's best for the, the team and then the members and the members are part of our team. They're just like the branches of it. And they, they're the ones that communicate. So I, once I finally like let go of the branch and uh, allowed my team to spread the word, then I was able to then focus more on, Hey, let's dial in our sales, our sales um, system. Let's dial in more of our marketing system. 
I was able to grow the company without having to actually be there. So when I talk to a lot of uh, gym owners that are going from, you know, small amounts of members that they're very intimate to, and they feel like they need to be there every second to listen to the members' stories. It's like, dude, somebody else can listen to their stories and provide just as much, if not more value than you can. So uh, I don't even know if that answered your question, but yeah, no, no. I mean, was 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 that difficult for you? Was that difficult to like when you, you started? You you were the face. You were probably doing most of the training, like you know, most entrepreneurs yeah. are. Like, was that a tough transition, kind of stepping away? And, and yeah, yeah, it was, dude. Like, I, honest man, I when I went out to uh, see you guys so long ago, I was uh, I was actually contemplating selling the adult fitness aspect of it and just getting back into just training because it, it became so much. Cause I was doing everything and I didn't have that grasp that I had to let go and I had to trust. And, you know, because the money that was coming in was tight, I felt like I needed every bit of that to put not only into my pocket to feed my family, but to put in back in the business. So I had to learn that it's an investment that you're going to have to eat a little more shit to be able to thrive um, in the long run, because it is about longevity. And, we have to realize that as business people, it's just like fitness. A lot of things, and that's what I know. I know fitness. Like, that's it. I mean, if, if you could ask me one thing of like, what am I fucking good at? It's fitness, right? So I try to dial that all in to the ground zero of that is when you start off in fitness, you probably suck at a lot of different movements. And then you start getting acclimated to it. You start seeing results. Then you start getting back into the gym and then you become part of the culture. You wear the shirts, you get the pants, you get the shoes. That's the same shit that happened to me. I was kind of stuck in um, that beginning phase where I didn't know how to grow. So when I went out there, I was like, Hey dude, I want to, and I talked to you. I remember I was talking to Vince and you, I was like, Hey, I want to grow. I want to, I want to dump my, uh, my adult fitness. It's just, uh, it's, I want to go back to just sports performance. I'm going to, you know, and she's like, you know, well, why, you know, like what's the deal? And I'm just, man, dude, it's a lot of work. It's, I'm just by myself. I'm not seeing my kid, all that shit. And um, it was like, all right, well, why don't you just eat shit for a little longer, hire somebody that you can trust, grow them, and then see what happens before you just throw, you know. And, uh, yeah, so that's kind of where that is. How, how, do, how do you go about finding – like when you built that team, I, again, another major – and that's kind of what we want to talk about is like the struggles that you faced. Cause I, I think that like people see your success now. You have a gym. You have a – it's, but it's like you went through some shit to get there. So, like, how, how did you go about building your team? Like, what was that? Who, who did you find? How do you look for those people? How, how many people are on your team now? Ten. You have ten, you have ten people. Not, even, not including even out here. So, that's tough. But uh, in, I, I always recruited within. So, with, yeah, within my gym. So, the people that I was training, fortunately enough, I was training a lot of high school, college kids, even adults like that have crossed over it. And I'm thinking about my team right now, excuse me. Um, it was because within, I already started the culture. The philosophy was already, already there. I was already preaching on my, you know, private Facebook uh, page on my emails, what my beliefs were, because I knew that's what kind of people I wanted around me. I always, I always tap into that fourth dimension. I've always kind of been big in that fourth dimension controls the third dimension. It's kind of crazy, but I always know that the people that are coming into my gym should benefit me. Even if I'm trying to help them, they're helping me in some way. I don't, I don't like cancers in my gym. So uh, how I started was I just recruited within. So, and, and it seemed to be like a thing like, hell yeah, I'll work for you. Or, you and even though they probably fucking regret that shit, but uh, <laughs> they, uh, 
they, you know, they, they liked being part of it. And then, you know, I was able to, um, to, to groom them almost, you know, and they were already, already groomed, not already groomed, but they already knew my philosophy. So I didn't have to say, well, you know, you're a right fit or not. Now it's like for out here in the coffee shop, I'm going through some interviews and I'm like, ah, y'all don't even know me you know like no like that ain't you know people you haven't met before yeah yeah just through resumes and things and you know that's not a bad way to do it but i mean if i'm just starting off and giving any advice if that's you know if anybody takes anything from this it would be see within you know if anybody's got a couple two three hours you know a day or even a week to help you you know, and think about the long, the longevity of it, just like fitness. It's not a quick fix. There ain't nothing good about quick fixes, but longevity. Um, and whenever I think about that, okay, break it all back down to fitness. If it's about longevity, I can eat shit for a little bit, teach this person what I need to teach them. Then I'll start seeing results and it makes me feel good. I'm like, ah, yes, there's some, there's some positive stuff that's going on. And then I'll give them more and more responsibility, see what they do. Usually they sink or swim type shit. And then we move on, you know, and I was able to capitalize on that. So for some reason it worked for me and I was able to have some co positive cash flow come in and I was just giving it all back out right away. All, everything that I made, I'd give it out. I'd pay my bills, but then give it out. You know, did, did you struggle with your time? Once, once you stepped away from the training, you started giving that to other people. Where did you start to put, I know, I mean, your sales system is locked in, your market, you have, you know, your marketing is great now. So, but how did that shift occur? Like, where did you start putting your focus when that team came in and, and kind of took some of those training hours away? Was it, did that's you tough. It, it's, it's tough because you have to now, you know, and, and, and people out there probably know what I'm, what I went through is now you went from doing day-to-day -day everything operations from opening the closing, the opening procedures, closing procedure, which included mopping in the toilets to now getting yourself on a schedule like now you're on your your own boss and it's you're you're always your own boss when you're in the gym but it's easy it came natural right because you're running the gym you're it's the the hours go by real fast classes in and out people talking but now you got you know 10 hours 12 hours to work and you have so much distraction right and then plus you have people doing this over here people doing this over here you don't know which way to go so uh yeah, I mean that's that was all that was that was a major um, hurdle at first, and but you know that's when that's one of my biggest reaches when I reach out to even Vince to this day is I you know is what can I be doing better on a day to day process to make myself more sustainable in the long run and uh, more effective and more efficient. So this is still a struggle you have, even though you, even though your gym's a success and you open up like you still yeah. struggle finding that that finding like what the hell do I do with myself. Well, yeah, because I mean, I think it's always within somebody, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you're, you're, you know, you're helping build a business. It's, you know, what can I do the most effective and efficient in the, in the, in the least amount of time or make the most out of my time. And I think it, it's always, you're always going to say you can do more, you know, and it's the organization aspect of it. Um, but yeah, I think absolutely. I, I don't think that's a fault at all. I think that's, that allows me to stay, um, have the fire stay lit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and so, so talk, talk about how you, how you built it, like get, get into like a little bit about the marketing and like, so you, you know, you're getting into your community. I know you said that was a big part of it is kind of like building your name in that community and having the community trust you. So yeah. like, what, what are some of the ways you went about doing that? Man, it was all organic. I didn't even have a Facebook page before I opened up my uh, gym. So 
this is a it's crazy and everybody's probably got the same song and dance so you know i there's Dude, you know, tell your story man because it's it's awesome go don't, yeah don't. so i i you know when i when i opened up the doors uh i actually had a buddy of mine his name is we call him the fonz he was like bro you gotta have a facebook page you you know and at that time i was like man i don't want motherfuckers knowing what i'm doing or, you know what i'm about all that shit you know and uh he's like man you got to like it it, it is what it is and so he, he set it up and he started posting some shit. I'm like, dog, that ain't me, man. You know, like pull that shit out. Like, and then I started kind of taking control of, and, uh, bro, I always stuttered when I was a kid. So I was a, like, when I was, when I was growing up, I'd stutter like a bastard. So, uh, people would always like fill in my sentences for me. So I just shut up. There was like an age where I just like, I wouldn't even really talk and people thought I was shy and shit, but I just didn't want people fucking filling in my sentences because that wasn't what I was saying, you know, like, so, um, I always wanted to showcase like the amount of effort I took into actually like pronouncing my words and you'll hear. And if you ever like go back on this, you'll hear like, sometimes my mind races faster than my, my, uh, my mouth can keep up with. Right. And that's just part of like the stuttering shit. So, I started writing a lot and then I just started talking to people and making like little videos and just being like, Hey, this is me, you know, or I, I would just show people how I lifted, you know, and it was now everybody does that shit. But back then it was like very odd to be vulnerable. Like it, you know, like, but that's what you got to do when, if you, if you are going to be the face of your gym, you got to be vulnerable. You got to have courage. You got to be able to step outside the comfort zone and, and people like responded to it. it was like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, this is cool. Like, how do I get a part of that? And, and I had a good name. Like I was always a knucklehead from the neighborhood in Joliet, you know, like, and then I was built up and, you know, I, I you know, I was a knucklehead and then I eventually got my way out to college and I, and, and, you know, I was able to, and I wasn't that good, but I was fucking wrestling with killers. And I just say that my, my, my division two team was killers. Like they took, we had like nine all Americans and, and uh, one national champion on the team before they dropped us for title nine. Like, so that wrestling room was nasty, nasty, you know, like, so you, you start when you're hanging out with killers, you start getting like a killer mindset. And I started figuring that shit out. So everybody, you know, then I started shifting my way around and, uh, and then I would just like hang out, like even in San Diego, I was hanging out with these guys that were killers in the business world and in like marketing more than like uh, uh, sales. So, Hey, this is how we, this is how we do things, you know? So I was able to really kind of uh, just lean on these guys. And then I was taking a lot of shit, you know, from them. And then when I went to Joliet, back to Joliet, I kind of just said, here it is like, here, this is me. And everybody was like, you know, they were always supportive when I went away. And, you know, I always had just like decent name. I never fucked anybody over, you know, I like, I wasn't burning bridges and shit. So, um, you know, whether it was good, bad, or in between, everybody kind of said, hey, let's work out this in this, you know, functional fitness type shit. And, uh, and then what I did is I just used them as, uh, <laughs> I got them on video a lot. So I would just always like do my videos with, uh, with the phone or even like a camera back then. You know, do you remember they had those oh, yeah. cameras and then you'd tag it in? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I would just post it and tag them in it. So I was tagging them all the time. So it was on their feeds. And then, you know, like I, I create this momentum. And when I was in San Diego, they said, uh, the guy that I was training underneath said, never lose momentum. If you build this momentum, you never lose it. If you lose it, it's going to take you 10 times the, uh, the amount of effort to get it back. 
So that always was instilled in me. So like with momentum, even with like this new new shop out here, we got momentum. So I need to capture it. I got to be able to put it out there in the, in the, the public's eyes, you know, and now with like Facebook and Instagram and social media, it's about like frequency. You got to make it look as if um, not make it look, but just let your story be told. And and I, I guess that's how I was able to uh, grow this business. And, and they hear from me still, like my members hear from me, you know, like I'm always talking to them. I'm always like telling them like, you got the, you know, like, I just want to let them know I've been in their fucking shoes before. You know, I've been the guy that didn't want to wake up and, and, and lift or didn't want to, you know, uh, thrive and go to the next level. But um, I don't even know where this is going. But... No, dude, I, can't, I can't believe that, that you had a stuttering problem because you've, you've done a couple presentations at mastermind meetings on sales and stuff like that that just blow the doors off the place. And yeah. you know, we, we've relied on you for sales tips. I remember, you, you didn't you sell vacuums? Or yeah, something? yeah, Kirby vacuums, yeah. <laughs> you, you gave us tips on, on like lead follow-up on how to get yeah. someone on the phone and how to get someone. So, so talk, talk a little bit about that, man. Like, like, cause you know, a lot of entrepreneurs think, you know, the sales thing asking for money, like without being sleazy, but yeah. you do it better than anyone that I've met, anywhere that I've seen. And you, you know, all these sales experts, all that stuff, but you live it. So, yeah. What, yeah. so how did you learn how to do that stuff? I mean, I learned uh, at a young age, you know, I mean, just I think when you're, you never really realize that you're always selling yourself, you know, you start reading books, you're like, ah, man, I was selling myself back then, you know, like, I was I used to sell myself not to get my ass kicked. You know, like, I mean, for real, like, you know, I've so I got somebody put put a pistol in my sternum. Uh, check my hands because you used to get like gang signs, put gang signs on your hands. Like that was like the thing back then. And Somebody put it in. I had to sell him that, you know, I mean, maybe he wasn't going to shoot me, but, you know, like I had to sell him like that to fucking, you know, leave me alone type shit, you know. So um, I think you just have it. Uh, you, you, you just have to realize that you're always selling yourself. And then I was, you know, I, I, I got on the phones with Kirby, Kirby vacuum, you know, the vacuum that can blow up your, uh, your tires as well yeah. as yeah. Uh, shit out of your rugs. Uh, I was the guy that was making the phone calls. So every time you got somebody in there, you get a quarter. <laughs> you get a quarter, you know, like, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm fucking 40, but uh, 39, but uh, yeah. So I would just call, you know, and we had phone books. That was our lead, a lead. So every day after school or after practice, I'd walk over to this company that, you know, I'd let myself in and we'd have a cubicle and me and my buddy would just like phone people and, the, and our whole leads lead page was the phone book if people even know what phone books are legit cold calls like just name out of the phone legit book. calls you know hey what's going on this is brandon with kirby company um you you know i would you know i'd say uh, you know do you have any rooms that need to be cleaned or you know rugs you know i would put some shit in there like you want a free vacuum you know like a one one free room i forget the pitch but uh it worked and people got in there and were selling vacuums left and right um you know i mean <clears throat> i it was just a job then, you know, and, you know, when I was a kid, I was trying to find any loopholes I could. So what I did is I'd find where the hood was and I'd go right to the hood and, and get everybody to answer the doors. And then they finally came in and ripped up my phone book. It was like, nah, man, you ain't, you ain't calling me. You call these people no more. But that stuff carries over. That, all those skills carried over. Yeah, like that stuff. It, it yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's, you know what, man, when it's in sales, dude, like, all I'm thinking about is, okay, well, all, I have to find a solution to a problem. That's, do I have the solution to the problem? If I do, I'm going to explain it to you. If I don't, like, hey, 
I can't do this, but this person can. And just by me referring to this person usually gets me a sale, um, point blank. And you can only, you can only know somebody's problem if you ask the right questions and nobody wants to be interrogated. Right. So it's, it's through dialogue. It's through conversation. It's through stories, you know, like, uh, I always like telling stories like that's that, you know, like if somebody's telling a story to me, I'm listening, you know, and I'm cracking up at it cause they're, they're very passionate about their story. So, you know, if you could find some sort of common dialect between like you and your person, whoever you're phoning, if it's for the gym, it's not just like, Hey, it's Brandon from undisputed strength. You know, it's like, you know, I say that, but then I'm like, how you doing today? You know? And then I try to get them to, uh, to talk to me a little bit, you know, like a lot of guys that I talk to, they, they're so fast because they think like they're, uh, they're interrupting their day, you know, but some people just want to be on the phone and say, what's up. You know, not everybody's on the phone like we are all the time. So if you could just get some sort of conversation going out of it and then, then find a way to pull out some questions or some answers and then be able to, uh, find a solution. I think that's, you know, and then the, the last part is, is, uh, is walking them across the street. So I tell this to my, my sales team all the time is we have a busy uh, intersection in front of our gym and uh, it's a busy road. And, you know, I got a daughter and I would never, she's 12. I would never let her cross the street. She'd have to go down like to the stoplight and cross. Right. But from my gym over across the street where there's a church, I would never let her cross the street by herself. It's just nuts. Right. But if we had to, I would take her hand and I would walk her across. Right. And, and that's what we have to do is like, you can gain rapport. You could ask questions. You could find the solution to their problems, but then you got to, take their hand and guide them because everybody wants to be guided in that last step. Nobody wants to be like, well, you know, uh, well, what do you want to do from here? Do you want to do it? You know, like, it's like, this is what we're going to do. You're going to show up at five o'clock on Monday and you're going to meet with me and we're going to go over X, Y, and Z and boom, boom. And they're just like, yes, let's roll. You know, like it's that grab their hand and walk them across. Yeah. That's, aspect. yeah. that's, that's awesome. Talk, talk, talk a little bit about, so you're a guy who every time I talk to you, you have like, you look into the future, right? You have like, I mean, you were talking about, I remember like probably like a year ago, you were talking about this nutrition company. Yeah. Here you are sitting in the building, right? Yeah. So you've always had that long-term vision. Like, so how do you balance that? How do you balance like a year ago when you had that vision, but still staying with the day to day? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, is, is it, has, that, has that been a challenge? And how have you that? Yeah, I think it's everything I do in my life is a challenge, but it's, uh, <laughs> you got to challenge yourself. I have to, if not, I'm bored, man. I'm, I'm, you know, and I could probably, I could, I could have probably done without this and just focused the amount of time that I'm doing in here on the gym. But the thing is, is if you're hiring people, they should be doing that shit for you. That's the whole point of being an entrepreneur and being in this for longevity. I keep saying that, like when people come in here and they want quick fixes for their health, it just doesn't work that way. You know, like you got to start them off with the band movement. You got to start them off with mobility. You got to start them off with foam rolling. Then you start them off with maybe some dumbbells or some body weights and, and X, you know, all that good jazz. Same thing here, man. Like if I didn't start these guys off where they are, where they were and, and compared to now, what would be the point of me even paying them? You know, like that's the whole point. I should be able to go on vacation and have my gym run without me worrying so much. And, what this place has done is this has reconfirmed and reassured me that uh, we're going in the right direction, I believe, you know, and, uh, and it, if anything, it tells me who's on the right seat in the bus, right? Because who's stepping up in the time where I'm not there for questions. I remember when I was here, 
in the nutrition shop or the coffee shop for the first two months is banging away, you know, and have had all these questions from, from the city to the, uh, 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 what is it? The, um, food processing place where the, the, uh, they make sure that everything's good. And, uh, uh, to, um, I guess, uh, carpenters and all the tradesmen, I, you know, I'm just answering questions. And then, you know, I got my guys over here at call me and I'm like, dude, like, that's your job. Like you guys got to be able to focus, focus on that and figure this shit out. And they started realizing that, you know, like while I'm over here and as long as I'm checking the numbers and making sure my scorecard is still being hit, I could leave them alone. You know, every so often I got to pop back in there, you know, uh, because everybody likes to be led a di little different, you know, people want to be known that you're doing a good job and all that, but it, yeah, it's tough, man. It was a challenge, but, um, it's nothing that nobody can't do. You know, you could do so much that in a little amount of time, but we think it's, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's, it's impossible, but it's not, you know, like if I could do it, a stuttering dude from, you know, Nicholson street where I was brought up. I mean, really dude, anybody really can. It's just getting the right people involved. So, so have you had to make any hard decisions? You were talking about the right people on the bus. And I know you're a guy who, I mean, your gym is a family. And the people that work for you, you know, that's, that's, that's part of your family. But if you see someone, I and mean, that's a struggle is like, how do I, how do I move someone or get rid of somebody without? Uh, so, so have you had to make some decisions like that? Where Absolutely. Uh, you're, that's a, I don't, I didn't even fucking tell you. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah, I had to. And this, you know what, this is, this is what really uh, allows you to, to grow and find the the uh, the holes in the game right here, doing shit like this, removing yourself. I'll tell you that, removing yourself because when you're in there, you're really doing a lot. You're doing a lot more than you're actually thinking. You're delegating, but you're still managing delegations like a bastard, and that's the problem. You know, that's an it, managing delegations is hard. Anybody can delegate, but to manage them and make sure they're moving forward, you know. It, <clears throat> So yes, absolutely. There has been a major uh, shift and I had to make that decision while I was out here, which completely unraveled my team for a little bit, but it's the, it, it needed to happen before I even opened the doors in this, uh, this nutrition store. Absolutely. It's just, you give somebody enough, you know, you, you find the weak links and it's not, it's, it's hard because, you know, um, we are a family and we're very type of, it has to be good for business and it has to be good for my daughter. And I learned that I, I learned that it's a business move. It's, you know, it's friendship is friendship, but business is business. And to be able to keep on moving forward, you have to be able to make the right decision based on what is being done. Do they have the responsibility or do they have, I guess, the, uh, the capacity to be able to do what you're expecting from them? And a lot of times when you're in there from day to day, you think they do because you're doing a lot. But when you pull yourself out, you can see who's got the capacity and who doesn't. And then you make your decision is very simple. It's business, it's your daughter, it's food, it's providing, or it's a friend. And that's just, and that's how it goes, you know? That's, that's, that's awesome, man. Wait, so, so we, 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 we have to talk about the, the, the nutrition shop. So, uh, so talk about, how, so, so just so everybody knows, you have that gym. The gym is still rolling, 350 members. But now, about a month ago, you opened doors on undisputed, what do you call it, undisputed nutrition? That's right. So talk, talk, about, talk about where the hell that even, the idea even came from, and then how you took it from, from an idea that a year ago. We were, we were in Orlando, and I remember yeah. you were talking about it, and now you're sitting in the building. So Yeah, I'm sitting in the building. So I was uh, 
so you have these these members right and you have a community that you feel you're part of right and that's i remember i was always told um and I, i'm pretty sure it was your team that said went over the community first before looking so far ahead muscle and fitness magazines all that shit that we all want to do and uh so that's what i did is that's what I'm, I'm trying to do. And, uh, you know, you have these members, you have this support. So you see these members come in with like bullshit, like supplements, like some shit that they don't need, or it's like some shit that, you know, like it's just buy two, get three free type deal. And it was like very, it was annoying to me because I protect these guys. Like I'm like, they're mine, you know, like those are my guys and you, they're going into your shop and can, getting convinced to buy this specific brand just because you got a good deal on it. You don't even ask them questions on what they're, you know, what they're looking to do, like what's their goals or what's their health, you know, how their health is holding up right now or whatever the case is. So I said, man, I need to do something like this. I think it'd be a great trifecta for my gym to be able to send people out here. Our brain body machine would be out here. We could have some nutrition counseling and supplements and, um, my buddy who used to wrestle with me is the uh, regional manager, not the regional, the national on a national level of uh, Orange Theory Fitness. So he phoned me and was like, dog, they're going to bring one in on the other side of town. Just want to give you a heads up. And this is, you know, and uh, so what I did is I, you know, I scooped them out and I saw this spot and it was just available for me to take. And I said, you know what, this is what we're going to do. And uh, we negotiated a lease and uh, I put the, you know, I, I put the spreadsheet together a little bit and I just went with my more of my intuition than anything. And uh, it's taken so long to build because I seen the traffic that this place pulls and I'm in a Mariano, that's a shopping center. I'm in a real, real uh, high demographic area now. And it's, it's, there's a lot of people that come in and out of all these shops around me. So I went from just doing like, I was going to always do nitro coffee in there. I thought like when they came in, I'd just hand them like some nitro coffee, go ahead, shop around. But then I was like, no, nah, fuck that, man. I'm going to do my own coffee shop. So what I did is I just built out this like nasty 16 foot marble fucking bar area with a canopy. I mean, it looks, na I mean, it looks nasty. It don't even look like it's my cut, you know, and it's so clean, dude. And it's, and people sit down and when you sit down, you get this, like, we got real good coffee, limited menu. Um, there's just a lot of things that we can do, a lot of opportunity. Uh, so that's how it kind of came about. And, you know, and, and with the challenges that I run, the new members that I have, they get, you know, they get gift cards to come on out here, all of our shirts. So when you're a new member, you get a shirt, all our shirts are out at this place. So I'm just creating as much traffic as I can to come out here. Uh, this is the fourth week of it. Uh, and yeah, that's how it kind of came about. I just, there's a, if there's opportunity, I'm on it, you know, and if it, if it makes sense, it makes sense. You know, uh, I was thinking about doing real estate. I was thinking about getting into stocks, you know, uh, but at the end of the day, I just want to, I want to have my hand in it because if I'm going to, if it's going to fail, it's going to fail because I'm not doing something and I don't want it to be in somebody else's hands that I don't trust, you know, like, so I think if I could get 20, 30%, margins or return on investment it's a it's no brainer all day long you know i'm not looking to uh you know i'm not looking for this to just you know to blow it out of the water right away i'm looking for sustainability and then you know like i told you i'm already thinking about canning a uh, a coffee you know but it's all just you know it's all it keeps you excited anything that keeps you excited keeps you getting up in the fucking morning you know like i gotta think big or i'll stay in bed like you know like that's just how I think everybody's wired different. So 
um, yeah, that's it. Uh, that's, that's, that's awesome. I got to get out there. Check, check. Voodoo Child, that's, that's your signature drink? Yeah, yeah. So the signature drink is a Voodoo Child. It is already trademarked, so don't even try to mess with it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we do, a, uh, we do a real solid nitro coffee. It's all organic, you know, and it's, it's solid, solid. Like, I'm not even bullshitting. It's real solid. And uh, then we put in a chocolate peanut butter cup protein bomb, we call it. It's got almond milk in it, MCT oil, um, uh, a probiotic fiber for your stomach and about 20 grams of protein. So, uh, yeah, you know, you know, that, that just came about cause I didn't want to make smoothies cause I was, I was jam packed and, uh, I was sweating cause I don't know the a point of sales that good, you know, like I'm just learning all that stuff and we're jam packed on a Saturday and I'm just pushing all this voodoo child cause it's an easy pour and drink, you know, and the next thing you know, man, people are coming in asking for a voodoo child, you know, so it's cool. It's, you know, and then I lead them to the protein that's in it. You know, how you doing? That's that's awesome, man. If 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 you don't follow Brent, Brent, you make some you make some amazing videos. Like like you said, you still do it where you're sitting in your car or you're yeah. with your dog, and and you're yeah. just kind of like just speaking your mind. So so for everybody listening, I mean, you know the the guys the guys and girls that listen to this, entrepreneurs, people. If you could give like you know a a piece of advice or something off the top of your head, you know, for for a young entrepreneur or someone looking to start a gym, anything you can think of, like. Anything off the top of you? I know it's I know it's kind of a random question, but yeah, no, I mean, I do. There's so much, and I'll go on a ton of stories. But if if I'm a, like if if I'm brand new starting off, I would, uh, man, just jump, jump in, man. Like you got to be, bro. Like I see it because I get I get hit up a lot, right? And it's like either you're in or you're out. Like make up your fucking mind for real. Without sorry, without saying that shit being nasty, but dude, make up your mind. You're either you're either all in or you're all out. And, and once you're like in the middle of shit, have you ever been in the middle and you don't know if you want to be with this girl and you don't know if you do and you're like, ah. and now for three, four months, you're like teeter tottering back and forth of a fucking decision. It's like, dude, you're either all in or you're all out. Anywhere in between, it's, it's, it's suicide, <laughs> you know, not in, in bad words, but you know, like if you, if you were going to coach your, your people that come in here and take it all the way down to fitness, what you know, your young entrepreneur that knows the fitness industry, obviously, because you're in this game, right? What would you say to your client? You know, you're either in or you're out because you know it's about longevity and it's not going to happen overnight. Just know, just eat shit for a little bit. Eat shit, eat shit, eat shit. Collect that money, put it back in the company. Don't take everybody's advice and, and don't try to go in all different directions. Just go all in on yourself and on your product and on your, uh, your gym and watch what happens, you know, but be all in. And when you have doubt, just know it's, it's completely normal. Everybody has doubt on, from a day-to-day -day basis, you know, get rest, get some good sleep, work out, go back at it, make shit happen. If you get one, it's about the accumulative gains. So I just said 15 things. <laughs> it's about the accumulative gains. If you accumulate little wins all the time, one, one a week, get one member a week. The next get two, one and a half members a week. And then all of a sudden you'll get two members a week and then you'll start thinking, okay, this money's good, but don't be like BK. Cause I, you know, at one time I thought the money was good and I started spending a lot of money, you know, cause I didn't have money. So when you have money and you're like, Hey, you know, but then you start realizing, Hey, I got to invest it all back in, into myself and in the company, but just be all in. If, if I had one thing to say, be all in on whatever you're doing. That's amazing, man. What, what, what's, what's next for you, man? So, Undisputed, undisputed strength is wrong. Undisputed nutrition. What can you share? A little bit, can you share a little about your vision? 
Yeah, I, I, right now I'm I'm a, I'm so focused on the nutrition company because it's retail, and I know nothing about retail. <laughs> you know, so I'm learning. I'm just doing a lot of research. I'm phoning a lot of people. You know, if they want to if they want to talk to me a little bit, just I just want to know how the industry is going. Um, I'm I'm watching this. I'm getting the bird off the ground. That's my biggest concern. I think this is a a scalable business. I do. I think this concept is brand new. I've never seen it before and people like it. It's unintimidating. So if you came into my shop, am I talking too much about my shit? No, no, that's what you're supposed to do. But if you came into my shop, it's not like racks and racks and gobs of gobs of product. It's, it's floating shelves everywhere. And it's got, it's almost like displayed out. Your proteins are together. There's only three brands. There's only three brands of amino acids, all like the good, you know, the good, better, best brands. I have four shelves in the middle on this big wave wall. It's got a huge wave, like a, like a a wave that you'd surf on and it's my core four. So it's like, you know, this is, this is where I guide people for like your, your, your four main supplements. And then this one is like your next level for fat loss. This one's what you're more for like weight gain or, or for strength gains, you know, very simple. This concept is simple. People like it cause it's not intimidating. I don't jump right on them as a sales. I sit them down. Hey, have a seat while I make your smoothie. We talk a little bit and then, Hey, this is what I would recommend, but Hey, that's on you. I'm just, I'm just coming here to tell you about our products. I kind of do that move. Cause I am some, you guys can't see me, but, um, I got a couple tattoos on my neck and shit. So I don't want them to think I'm like overbearing. So I just like step back. It's called the takeaway clothes. Hey, this, I'm just, I'm just here to help you out. But maybe next time when you're, when you don't have any protein, you come back to me and they're like, no, 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 I got, I need some protein now, you know? So it's like, you know, it's that type of shit. That's awesome, man. I, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. You, you have, you always say what champions create separation on Friday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Distance creates separation. Absolutely. When most people uh, lay off the pedal on Fridays, man, we, we, we push that pedal down. It's, that's the cumulative gains. If you want to gain any type of momentum or ground on your competition, go hard on Fridays. That's, that's when everybody else is kind of laying off. And over the, you know, over 52 weeks, you'll fucking surpass them like, like, like a bastard. I love it, man. If, if anybody wanted to get a hold of you or learn more about you and your company and stuff, what's the, what's the best way to kind of learn about it? <clears throat> yeah, just probably Google Undisputed Strength Toe or just look me up on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, Brandon Kelly, I don't know. I mean, oh, that's, that's I really it. don't even know how to look me up, man. BK underscore Undisputed with a one instead of the I. I don't know. I'm not good at that type of shit. If you Google me, you probably you'll probably either see my mug shots or or my no, just joking. I've never had mug shots. I I recommend because I mean you put some awesome stuff out there. I watch I watch them, man. Even if I don't comment, I'm I'm watching, brother. So, man, I I appreciate your time. I'll let you get back to work. Thank you so much for coming on the show, brother. Yeah, Tom. No, I appreciate you hitting me up, man. I'm sorry it took so long to get this going, dude. It's all good. It was great, man. Thank you so much. Have a great day, PK. Later, dude. Thanks for listening to the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Do me a favor and click subscribe, and if you can, leave a review. Whatever you think about us, let us know. We want to make this show better, but by, by subscribing to the podcast, you get updated every time a new show comes out, and by leaving a review, you help us make this show better. Thanks a lot. Have a great day.